and welcome to Idiots Talk History. I am your host Matt, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. First up is Lorna. Hello. And Innes. Hello. We um, we've got a bit of a different setup today. For the first time ever, we're recording using uh the internet. So I thought you were gonna say interweb. The interweb. So me and Lorna are here. Um, in the Lana. regular studio, and Innes is there as well. But Innes is in a different place. This is in the our magic. other studio. In one of our one of our many studios. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it's definitely it's not my of, flat. It's, <laughs> it's the magic of the internet. Um, so hopefully this might help out some of the audio issues in terms of um, loudness, which we are. Uh, we've been struggling with since yeah. the inception of this podcast but if you haven't listened to the podcast before does anyone want to explain what it is is it my Lana. yeah yeah go yeah. yeah you on um so this is a history podcast where each of us takes turns to do a report on a topic from history so it might be something well known but we try and shine new light on it or it might be something not well known and we try and inform everyone about it how was that? That was yeah. That was pretty that much right, what, that. Yeah. What, what goes on. Yeah. Thank you. So this week we've got a report from Lorna. Mhm. I was really hoping take you weren't going to say me then. <laughs> no, yeah, because that <laughs> no, would have been that would have been a major hiccup. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> major major we, issue. We would have had fun though. We would have had fun. <laughs> what um, pure speculation? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's no but, speculation yeah, today because it's me. Um. And I'm ready. So I'm doing a report today on Catherine Lawler, or she's also known as Kate Webster. Have any of you heard of her? Um, no. No, the only Websters I know are Kevin, uh, Sally, and other ones from Coronation Street. Oh. But that's not, that. I assume that's it's not, not... It's not them. It's not a member um, of the Webster clan. What's she no. called? Kelly? Catherine Lawler. What's her other name? Kate, Kate Webster. Webster. Kate, okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. she was born Catherine Lawler in Killeen in the Irish Republic in 1849 and she started her criminal career at an early age. She claimed to have married a sea captain called Webster with whom she had four children. This is doubted but this is where she gets the name Kate Webster from. Um, and she stole money for a ferry fare to Liverpool and once she moved there she continued her stealing. And this earned her a four-year prison sentence at the age of 18. So, not really a great start. She's she started up in the criminal world and she's she's settling in nicely, yep. I see. <laughs> so she Wait, started she's, in... a, she's had four kids well, before she's 18? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, so, Working quick. Yeah, so she was in mm. Ireland, she had four kids. And then she stole... She claimed to have four kids, it's doubted. And then she stole mm. her ferry money she, to get to Liverpool. She's claiming benefits, isn't she? She's going, I've actually got four children, not There was not no one. such thing as social yeah. security then. Okay. But I bet she would have tried it. Um, <laughs> so she had a four-year prison sentence at the age of 18. And when she was released, she moved to London and she began working as a cleaner. Um, and then at this time she carried on her criminal career and she would clean out her employer's possessions before moving on to the next job. Nice. So do we know why she went into this life of crime? Because you just sort of 
jumped in straight at you know well, teenage th- years more or less there's not really that much known about her before she came to ireland which is why it's like she claimed to have married this guy but no one believes her right um they don't know why she, she was she have a troubled youth we don't know we can speculate though yeah i think um, she did but she must it's like we don't know what sort of social class she was from um, no we don't know anything or anything just know what where t- she was born she had four kids what time zone stuff. is this? 1849, she was born. So, mm. the late 1800s, early... Yeah, just late it's, 1800s. It's the mid-1800s, almost exactly, exactly the <laughs> when mid. When she was born, but when <laughs> later on... It was later, I'll be yeah. chatting about the late 1800s. Okay. But maybe the qu- three-quarterly 1800s. Yeah, okay. So, she moved to London... She settled at Rose Gardens in London's Hammersmith area in 1873 and her neighbours at the time were Henry and Anne Porter and she got on well with these two. Mm. Um, and then she went to move to Notting Hill and she got a job working for a Captain Woolbest as a cook slash housekeeper. And whilst she was employed here, she met a man named Mr Strong. She went to live with him and became pregnant. Mr she... Man. <laughs> yeah, so he was yeah. Mr Strong. There was Mr... Who else? Mr. Grumpy. Mr. Tickler. Is that his name? Mr. Oh, it's Mr. Tickle. Mr. Tickle. Yeah. Mr. Tickle. It is Mr. Mr. Bump. Little Miss Sunshine. Miss Happy. Good job, everyone. Mr. Tall. What's the red Full. one? Mr. Angry. Mr. Strong. Mr. Strong's the red one. Yeah, maybe. I never really read them. What's the one with long arms? Mr. Tickle. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Is Miss Naughty one? Little Miss Naughty. They're all Little right. Miss. Little Miss and then Mr. Naughty. All right, sorry. Right. <laughs> I know. So anyway, know. she met Mr. Strong. She moved in with him and she gave birth to a son on the 19th of April, 1874. She's fertile, isn't she? <laughs> and then she was promptly <laughs> abandoned by Mr. Strong. Oh, what the hell? Funny, what, ap- what happened to her first? Um... She left them in... Um... Oh, she left them in Ireland. Island. They didn't come over with her. All which is why they're not sure child. that it's true. Oh, yeah. Cause so now she's in England with the one son. With the one son. Mm-hmm. Little Strong. Little um, Miss Strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was no support available for Kate. And um, she had to resort back to her usual dishonest practices, which resulted in further prison sentences. In 1877, she was released from Wandsworth Prison um, and she went looking for domestic work again. The first work she found was with the Mitchell family in Teddington, but she went on to say that they they did not have anything worth stealing. So she didn't really help herself. <laughs> um, throughout these years, she was constantly on the move, and she used several aliases. That's the right way to say that. Yep. Yeah. Aliases, including Webster and Lawler, so that she changed her name a lot between the two. Um, and her son was looked after by a friend called Sarah Crease because she was in and out of prison or in and out trying to steal things. So it's not good for a for a child to grow up in that environment. Definitely not. Mm. She's on my ba- bad list. Oh, bad lads. Can't remember. What bad it's gals. Bad gals list. I can't remember what my actual list is. It is bad blokes list. Bad blokes list. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she's not on that. She's on that list. Um. In January 1879, Kate entered the service of Mrs. Julia Martha Thomas at Number 2 Vine Cottages, Park Road, Richmond. And initially the two women got on well and Kate thought she would be happy working for Mrs. Thomas. 
Um, Mrs. Thomas was an eccentric woman and she was in her mid-50s and she was quite well off. So she was pretty wealthy. So is that why she thought she might be comfortable living there? Yeah, yeah. Well, probably. Still a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Highly likely. Um, but quickly Mrs. Thomas became irritated with Kate because of the poor quality of her work and her frequent visits to the local pubs. Mm. Um, Kate was given various reprimands and she finally was given notice of her dismissal, which would take effect on Friday the 28th of February. So she only lasted a month and a half. It's my mum's birthday for anyone Aww. looking to buy gifts for the extended Idiots Talk History family. Happy birthday, Julia. Matt's mum. Yeah. Um, she don't listen. She's not that much of a fan. So don't get her anything, actually. Um, she gets people to listen, though. She does promote. She does. Uh, yeah. She tells all your all her friends who criticise you. Yeah, I don't like that one yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matthew, your intros are terrible. <laughs> that's that's never been said. Pretty accurate. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Kate was serving a notice, and um, Mrs. Thomas began to get a bit scared of her. So she was very frightened, and she'd asked friends from church and relatives to stay in the house with her because she didn't want to be on her own with Kate. Um. And then Friday the 28th arrived, but Kate had not found any other work or other accommodation. So she begged Mrs. Thomas to let her remain in the house over the weekend. And she agreed. I don't like Kate. Like, I quite no. like Mrs. Thomas, though. Do you? Yeah, she seems like kind. Yeah, she seems nice. This person who you've just fired because they're not like good at the job. The and pub. they go into the pub too much. Yeah. Are you still letting them stay in your house because you're just a kind soul? I also think she's a bit silly though. She's really scared of her. Yeah. I guess that shows how kind she it is. It shows what a wonderful woman. Mrs. Thomas, good person's list. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> um, she's not, sorry. Um, on the 2nd of March, 1879, <laughs> in the morning, Mrs. Thomas left the house for church as usual. Um, Kate was usually allowed to go um, out on Sunday afternoons because she'd had it off, um, but she had to be back in time for Mrs. Thomas to go to the evening service. And on this day, um, so the 2nd of March, she went to see her son, who was staying with Sarah Grease, obviously. And then she went on to a pub on her way back to the house. Classic. Webbo. <laughs> Creasy. <laughs> so, because of a trip to the pub, Kate got back late and this inconvenienced Mrs. Thomas. So, she reprimanded Kate before she rushed off to church because she didn't want to be late for the service. Mrs. Thomas was said to be agitated and she left the church before the end of the service and rushed home. She did not ask anyone to accompany her. You can't... You can't turn up late for church and you can't leave early from church. Mrs. Thomas, you've gone down... She was list. no, you can't take her down for that. No, I she was she's worried. worried. She, she was, was worried really about scared. She weren't sure that she'd Kate. have stuff left in her house. Dodgy webbo. <laughs> so what um what happened next is unclear, but Kate explained her version as so this is a quote. We had an argument which ripened into a quarrel, and in the height of my anger and rage, I threw her from the top of the stairs to the ground floor. She had a heavy fall. I felt she was seriously injured and I became agitated at what had happened. Lost all control of myself and to prevent her screaming or getting me into trouble, I caught her by the throat and in the struggle, choked her. So, oh, yeah. 
it, it, mm, she's trying to make that sound like less bad than it is. She's like, I, she's like, I just didn't want her to speak, so I choked her. Yeah, she's so like, I threw we her down the stairs and, and I choked her. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, but she's like, I threw her down the stairs, but then she had a heavy fall as if it's like unrelated to her. She mm. had a heavy fall as yeah. well Afterwards. as me throwing <laughs> yeah. her down the stairs. She's, yeah, also, this is Kate's version, so mm. but like, I wouldn't trust she, her. Yeah, but she seems like she's accepting all blame um, more or less threw down the stairs choked her presumably to death so <laughs> yeah i think um she was forced to accept this okay rather than willingly okay anyway i'll tell you the next bit um the next door neighbor mrs ives heard the noise of the fall but then heard silence so thought nothing of it yeah and after a bit of screaming yeah <laughs> and it's just like a yeah. massive thud they're joking yeah. oh that's standard and it's like oh it stopped that's, that's, uh, that's alright everything's good yeah. just turn the music up a bit it's fine did they even have music players then 1879 come on did they I think so yeah <laughs> come on yeah Um. <laughs> so Kate now had a dead body on her hands but she knew exactly what she wanted to do she did not think to leave the body and escape, but instead planned to dismember it and then dispose of parts in the river. So I've wrote this bit is a bit gruesome, so I'll I'll skip through it. Um, so she cut off Mrs. Thomas's head and then she cut off all the limbs. She parboiled the limbs and torso in a copper laundry vessel on the stove and burned the organs and intestines. <laughs> there was a lot of blood everywhere and even Kate was revolted. You're speaking very fast. I'm trying to skip through the gruesome so bit. So go back to the bit of the head. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> she cut it off. Oh, okay. This is um, going to be explicit, this. So, this is. Well, so basically, <laughs> she burnt and boiled all the body parts and packed them into a wooden box, all except for the head and one foot, which didn't fit. Um, Practical. And then, it's like them jigsaws where it's like, you know, the big, <laughs> like the puzzle boxes, and you get them out and they all like fit together in this box. It's like, you just have to get all the pieces in the right way and it'll all mm. fit back together. But you never, you always have a couple, like a head or a foot. Yeah, I don't remember her getting Mrs. Thomas out of the box, though. <laughs> like, she fit in the first place. Very fair. <laughs> <laughs> this bit's a bit weird. Like, apparently, Kate even tried to sell the fatty remains from boiling the body as dripping. Now, I think dripping is used in cooking at the time. I don't okay. really know. But I was like. Yeah, a bit of extra cash on the side no, from, from no, your endeavours. No. Okay, I understand. Mm. Entrepreneurial ship. That's um, not the right word. <laughs> now, Mrs. Ives, who was next door, later said there was a strange smell coming from the house and this was a result of all the burning Kate was doing. Makes sense. So yeah. now she's heard a noise and then she smelt a smell and she's still she's thinking like, nothing of it. Smells like burning flesh. Yeah, she Turn just... up the music. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the spare foot was disposed of on a manicure. A manicure? I meant manure. <laughs> Sorry, it was everyone. Manicure. Oh, it's a pedicure. No, follow a pedicure. Oh, I was thinking you meant mannequin. You know, like stick it on the bottom. No, no. <laughs> After a while, it's like, is that, is that mannequin's foot rotting? I meant it's got manure. Airy feet. <laughs> what did he say? Manure, so, oh. oh, what did Innes say? Yeah. He said hairy feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. I'm confused about this manure. manure. Well, there was just a pile of manure. manure and it, and she, she just like shoved it in it. the middle of it. Was like, <laughs> no, she do. threw it on it. Just on top. Yeah. Oh, okay. you'd bury um, it a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. So, she mm. still had the problem of the head, so she put this in a black bag for disposal later. 
Um, on Monday and Tuesday, Kate continued to clean the house, and on Tuesday afternoon, she borrowed one of Mrs. Thomas's dresses and went to visit the Porter family, taking the bag with the head with her. Hmm. What? Surely the head's the thing you get rid of first, because that's what, mm. especially then, you can identify, ident- identify them with. This yeah. is that face of Mrs. Um, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, she's just, I don't know, her logic just doesn't make sense to me. She told the Porter family that she had benefited under the will of an aunt and she would be returning to Ireland so she would like to dispose of the house in Richmond and its contents which were left to her. She asked Henry Porter if he knew of an estate agent who would be able to help her. So now she's telling lies. Oh. Both Henry Porter and his son Robert had carried the bag for Kate at various stages of their walk to the railway station and two pubs along the way and both noticed how heavy it was. So she went to see them, they had a chat, they walked to the railway station, went to a few pubs whilst they carried this head. Her head's heavy. I think so. Yeah, I think so, There's yeah. a lot going on up there. I think um, they were very gentlemanly as well to carry that, her bag with a head in. Mm. I'd have been like, this is too heavy. Head, did they? No, suppose. Well, like, what weighs more, a head or shoes? A head. A head. Okay. Head, Depends what what kind of shoes. Mm. Some chunky heels Chunk, there, big, exactly. big boots. Boots, yeah. Um, I think heads are really heavy because they just are. <laughs> I love that Have you ever tried to move someone who's sleeping's head? Yeah. That, it's quite heavy, isn't it? I don't think I've ever tried to move a sleeping head. Yeah, but I think, said yeah. He knows what I mean. I think, I think if you put it in a bag, they're all right. They're manageable. It's not a rucksack. What, what is it? What bag is it? I was thinking like a plastic bag, but it won't. I'm have been, thinking was it? a bin bag in my head, but it's going <laughs> yeah. to be a handbag. It's, yeah, it's going to be some sort of. Yeah, <laughs> it's put my head in a bag. No. Oh, well. Um, now, later in the evening, Kate excu- excused herself and went off to visit another friend, apparently, and she returned later without the black bag, which was never found. So she must have been planning to dispose of it and just. Yeah. She... But we'll get back to the head mm. later. Mm. Say sizzle. 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 <laughs> so now Kate only had the remains of the box to dispose of, and she used Robert Porter to help her with this. I was looking at his disapproving face. He's just rocking back and forward. He's got a hot water <laughs> bottle on his chest. And it's he's just cool, right? It's that mouth that's so he's disappointing. Just like, no, he's shaking his head. I just ate that sizzle, sizzle catchphrase we seem to have got. <laughs> It's a good catchphrase. Just wait till we get them frying pans. Oh, oh. yes. It's actually, we recorded on Pancake Tuesday, Shrove oh, Tuesday. Yes. Would have been perfect. We'll have it sorted <laughs> for next year, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so aggressive. Don't you worry. We'll have it sorted for next year. That's a horrible voice. At least, yeah. yeah. At least the Was that you? Was that Matt alone? I could tell. It was tell. Matt. so she had the body to dispose of and she used help from Robert Porter she took her home with him and then they carried the box between them to Richmond Bridge where Kate said she was meeting someone who was taking the box and told Robert to go on without her Robert later reported he heard a splash of something hitting the water below before um, Kate caught up with him a little while after so this is the box with all the remains huh? yeah so she's disposed of the head they don't know where and then the box she's she obviously thrown in the river it. while she's meeting a friend Fair. no that's good because then you have an alibi and you're like oh no I, I would i have gotten rid of this box because i was with my friend 
No, I don't know so that work, what, actually. What no. I don't get is, if you're disposing of a body, I've not done it before, but if you are, one, you don't cook it, do you? Um, no, because there's a lot of smells. Yeah. I think you'd use what? acid. And, yeah. and two, as a rule, you don't go and dispose of it with other people. No, it's a one, yeah. one man job. Or yeah. you tell people who was in on the murder. Yeah, unless you're a murdering group. But you don't get other people to help you that don't know. No. But. Mm, she did. Yeah, She's she did. It. it was very risky. She mm. is a pretty risky gal, though. Living life on the edge. Literally. Yeah. Um. So. A few days after the murder, it was reported that Kate offered some boys some food, which they ate, thinking it was two bowls of lard, but you'll never guess what they apparently ate. Oh. Mrs. Thomas. Um, but this hasn't been confirmed, and I only read this from like one report, whereas the other things were from a couple of reports. You've actually got a quote by Kate here, which I think you should read in your best <laughs> Irish no. accent. No, no, no. Go on. I can't even do an Irish accent. You can, you can... Trudy tree. <laughs> no, I can't do it. That's not what she said. <laughs> no, it's definitely... I'm just trying to get in my accent, but I can't. Matt, can you do it? Go on. Ireland. Where am I from? I'm from Ireland. Here you lads. I've got some good pig's lard, which you can't Are you from Gloucester? <laughs> He's yeah, doing I am. Somerset again. I'm Somerset. I'm from Somerset. Here you lads. Trudy tree. No, I still can't do it. I'm trying to get the Irish. Just... I know. Yeah. I'm just trying to say... Top of the morning to you. Ear you, it's the same voice. It's, it's that the ear, ear that throws ear, you off. Ear you lads. It's ear, ear spelt without a H. Ear, so, ear. What she said actually was ear, you don't. Ear you lads, I've got some good pigs lard which you can have for free. But it weren't that, was it? It might have been. Yeah. So let's not, you know, <laughs> let's not throw on. her under the bus quite yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot she's been this upstanding citizen mm-hmm. so far. She's been alright. We've all made mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm just going to carry on and ignore you two. (laughs) The box was found the next morning by a coal man, Henry Wheatley, in the Thames at Barnesbridge. He thought it contained a mass of white flesh at first, believed to be butcher's cut-offs. He reported this to the police who had it examined by a doctor, and he confirmed these were remains from a human female and that the skin showed signs of being boiled. This is disgusting. <laughs> they could not identify the body, however, without the head. Uh, the foot was later found on an allotment, and meanwhile, Kate was now calling herself Mrs. Thomas and was wearing the actual Mrs. Thomas's clothes and jewellery. Oh. She even stole her false teeth. It's like from um, Psycho. It's like, uh, what's he called? Norman Bates. Norman Bates from Psycho. When he dresses up as his mum. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, sorry, everyone. 60-year-old film. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty sure everyone will have watched it in English by now. Innes? Um, no, maybe. <laughs> Can't remember it. I won't remember I think I've seen it at the theatre, actually. Oh, really? Very interesting. Yeah. But maybe not. He's quite know. a theatre go. He's quite fa- it's too fancy for us. Yes, definitely. We watched, oh, it, in, we watched it in school. Yeah. What, a rip-off, a rip-off DVD? <laughs> I don't know. No, it would have been a legitimate DVD. Yeah, not a dodge Sco- one. Come on. Sorry. We went to a wonderful school. <laughs> so she even stole her false teeth and she kept pressure on Mr. Porter to help her dispose of the property. And he introduced her to Mr. John Church, a publican and general dealer who Kate persuaded to buy the contents of the house. Uh, these two seemed to become quick friends and they went drinking together. 
Classic Kate. Um. Mm. So why is no one questioning where Mrs. Tom? Like, does the Porter family not know of Mrs. Thomas? I don't think so, but I'm thinking London's a pretty big place, and it's not like she could go to anyone and say, "Look, my auntie's died." Like I think now in mm. London, you could go to a random person and be like, "My auntie's died." Yeah, but you need now. You need some sort of documentation or proof when you're trying to sell the house or whatever. I don't know. I guess I don't even know if she would have been aware if she needed documentation. Mm. She probably would have tried to forge it. <laughs> so they went drinking together, her and Mister Church, and the real Mrs. Thomas was reported as missing, and the remains in the box were now referred to as the Barnes mystery in the paper. Why the Barnes? Because it was found at Barnes Bridge. Oh. Both Kate and the porters could read this information, so she knew that this was now an issue. And Robert told his father the box he helped Kate to carry was similar to the one being referred to in the Barnes mystery. Mm. Kate sold furniture and some of Mrs. Thomas's clothes to John Church. When he arranged for these to be collected, this aroused suspicion in Mrs. Ives. And later, Mrs. Church, so John's wife, found a purse and diary belonging to the real Mrs. Thomas in one of the dresses, so it must have been in the pocket. In addition, there was a letter from Mr. Menhenick, Mr. Um, Mr. Henry Porter and Mr. John Church paid a visit to this gentleman as he knew the real Mrs. Thomas, and it became clear that she could be the body in the box. So now they're following up. Mm. Um, they then reported these suspicions to the police. A search of the house was arranged for the next day and the police found an axe, a razor, some charred bones and the missing handle from the box found in the river. Therefore, on the 23rd of March, a description of Kate Webster was circulated by police in connection with the murder and the theft of Mrs Thomas's effects. It feels like she could have got rid of all that stuff a lot easier than the body. But she wanted to make money. That's the issue. She yeah, wanted to either she steal stuff or make money. She could have got rid of the charred bones and the missing handle and the axe yeah, and the razor. Yeah, it said she spent two days tidying, so she's obviously not very good at her no. job. Oh, well, no, no. So that's why she keeps getting fired. <laughs> but and because she steals things. It feels like maybe she wants to get caught. She likes Probably. the thrill of it. I've been watching too much Mindhunter. Yeah, I think so. I don't think she wanted to get caught. <laughs> she fled to Ireland, so I no, don't but think like, she wanted she's to. Like, she's enjoying, like, oh, I'm going to get someone else to carry the head. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to leave these around. Maybe. Maybe. That's just me doing a bit of FBI yeah. <laughs> serial killer um, searching. She fled to Ireland with her son, but was arrested on 28th of March, um, as there was no obvious place to hide. She was held in custody and taken back to England on the 30th of March, and at Richmond Station, she made a statement and was formally charged with murder. Her statement accused Mr John Church of being responsible for the murder, and he was arrested and charged too. But he had a strong alibi. Go on. Where's that come from? Kate. She's a fibber. Oh, okay. But why has he been... Like, all of a sudden accused? Because she got arrested for it, so she's accused someone else. Why would she do that? Because she's a scumbag. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> she, she wants to get away with it. Oh, so she's like, oh, I'll just pass the, pass the blame yeah, to someone yeah, else. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. exactly. I wouldn't have thought so, of that, me. But Mr John Church was all right because he had a strong alibi and he'd also helped the police, so charges were dropped. Oh. Which is quite good, because otherwise he would have been a bit in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> Kate was reprimanded in custody and was transferred to Newgate Prison to save the journey by horse-drawn prison van across London each day for a trial. So she was just taken to where a trial would be oh, to okay. save the journey. 
Her trial opened on the 2nd of July, 1879. Um, a hatmaker gave evidence for, her for the prosecution that the crime had been premeditated. She said that six days before the murder, Kate had told her she would be going to Birmingham to take control of the property and jewellery and various items that had been left to her by a recently deceased aunt. So she's telling people yeah. that she's going to have a house and oh. belongings to get rid of a week before she's killed her. Oh. Um, but the only medical evidence to show that it was... It could have been... Mrs. Thomas was that it was a female body and the female was in her 50s. Um, the defence tried to suggest that it could not be proven it was Mrs. Thomas um, and they tried to frame Mr. Porter and Mr. John Church. Two of Kate's friends also gave evidence of her good nature but late in the afternoon of Tuesday 11th of July the jury retired to consider their verdict and they came back just over an hour later to pronounce her guilty. Um... Not a long time at all, that is it, for nope. a jury. So, when asked if she wanted to say anything before sentencing, Kate was still adamant that she was innocent and she claimed to be pregnant. After an examination, this was dismissed as a, another one of her lies. She is extremely fertile. <laughs> early on. Why Why does being pregnant have anything <clears throat> to do with it? Maybe get, like, a um, softer um, Sentence. sentencing or, you know, take it easy on her. Yeah, or... I think so. And also, if she's been walking around saying, oh yeah, I'm Mrs. Thomas. Yeah, it's a bit dodge. Like, why would she do that if she hadn't killed her? Yeah, Lorna, why would she do that if she hadn't killed her? I don't know, I don't. I think she killed <sighs> no, her. No, she did kill her, 100%. She definitely did. <laughs> From what I've learned in the last 20 <laughs> so, minutes. The jury found her guilty. <laughs> yeah. So, she was transferred to Wandsworth Prison to Again. await her execution. She was there earlier, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. Classic. Um, and she went on to make two further confessions, but they was accusing other people. So one was framing Mr. Strong, the father of a child, but um, one was given later, the night before her execution, when she was told there would be no reprieve for her, and this confession is considered the closest to the truth. So this is what That's she said before right, okay. about how she pushed her down the stairs and then choked her to the fire. And she had a hard fall as well. Yeah. I See, I knew she was going to get caught because of that confession. Mm, it's quick, I thought it? I had. Yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> um, <laughs> the execution was to take place three clear Sundays after the sentence, which was the standard procedure. What? She was... She was three clear Sundays. Yeah, so it would be like, if it, was right. on the, if it was given on the Sunday, you'd have to have yeah. at least another three Sundays. I understand now. So, I got that straight away. Of course you did. On the morning of Tuesday, the 29th of July, um, that was when her execution was. She was only the second person and the sole woman to be hanged there. Bit of an achievement, mm. some would say. But that's not why I've done my report on oh. her. This is just oh. another interesting fact. Oh. Um <laughs> There was a small crowd who'd gathered for her execution, but they couldn't see anything. I've never understood that. Yeah, yeah they can't even neither. see anything. But anyway, but I wouldn't want to see anything. It was like entertainment, but like, yeah, I don't. They didn't have TVs, so they'd go and be like, "Did the execution at three? We'll get there." I'd be like, "Ah, oh, should we see? <laughs> we might have time. There's one on at five as well, so should we get some well, yeah, food we'll before? Make the five yeah, we'll get one. food and then we'll go to the execution." It's um, it's weird. Like I kind of get, you know, like gladiators in roman because that yeah. was like a, a sport kind of like all right they're fighting each other and killing each other but something to watch in it 
Yeah. But this is just literally someone getting hanged. Yeah. But they might that, like. I don't know. It's like when they got executed and got uh, like guillotine, not guillotine, the axe. Yeah. But they might not like, might not work the first time. They might have to keep chopping. Oh or, no, no. You want a no. bit of, you know, some of some of sizzle. They might, they might not die straight away when they get no, hanged. No, no, no. That happens. I don't know. Oh, yeah, did. but yeah. this was um, this was one where she she died straight away. I did read about this. Yeah. Where it was what? a new technique, where it was immediate. Um, she was female, so no newspaper reporters were allowed to attend the execution. But the Illustrated Police News did one of their famous drawings of the scene as they imagined it. We'll probably will put that on the uh, on the Twitter. Yeah, no, I don't know if we could get hold of that. That's Sorry, really guys. Suitable. Um, and the the person who did the hanging received eleven pound. Her not body... a bad, not a bad hourly wa- <laughs> hourly rate, <laughs> oh, no. is it? Especially what? for that time. Yeah. Her body was buried in an unmarked grave. In all. 134 men and Kate were hanged at Wandsworth up until 1961 when um, there was go the on, last have a, execution. Have a go at that name. Oh. I saw you have a little pause. <laughs> it's Henry Niemash. Interesting, yeah. He um, was executed there for the murder of Mr and Mrs Buxton. I can't believe 1961. It's late that, isn't it? Yeah, it's very late. Your dad was alive. Yeah, he was born that year. Yeah. Same Aww. year as the last, um, was it a hanging? Yeah. yeah, it says hanged there at Wandsworth Prison. Oh, maybe prison. it's executed, but yeah, yeah. that's uh, it's weird, it's scary. So, mm. it's generally held that Kate lay in wait for Mrs Thomas and hit her on the head with an axe, causing her to fall down the stairs, um, and then she was strangled to prevent any noise. Um, this would make the crime a premeditated murder and is much more in line with the forensic evidence that no quarrel noises were heard from next door and the blood stains at the top of the stairs. So, even in her last confession, she told lies. Basically, we can't trust her. What was the lie? She said that they was having an argument. Oh, stuff, but she, and then she, she would lay in wait. And, accidentally pushed right. her and she fell down the stairs, I think. So, here's why I've actually... Right, so, I was told about this topic from a lady at work who's actually called Catherine Lawler. So I've done same a report, name. yeah, same name. Oh. But um, when I looked into it, there's, there was like this weird thing. So obviously we don't know where Mrs. Thomas's head was. But in um, October 2010, it was reported that Julia Martha Thomas's skull had finally been discovered in the grounds of Sir David Attenborough's property in Park Road, Richmond, by workmen who were excavating it for an extension. This is a hundred yards from where Mrs. Thomas was murdered. Oh, um, so David Attenborough purchased a former yeah. pub called the Hole in the Wall, and this was adjacent to his property. And um, so he bought this former pub, and he demolished the rear of the pub. And it's highly likely that Kate Webster frequented the Hole in the Wall pub. The coroner's report stated that the skull had fractures consistent with falling downstairs, and also had depleted collagen, which suggested it had been boiled. That's very similar. Mm. So yeah, that's my report. Nice. That is cool. That was a. I like the end. Twist, yeah. That's why I said before. I said something about before about my head. Mm. Come back to the head. Mm. Yeah. Sir David Attenborough was involved. Mm-hmm. I Didn't loved it. Yeah. I love I, it. People in other countries don't know who David Attenborough is. 
My, um, I'm a youth worker and I work with um, young people aged to about 17 and we was having a chat about David Attenborough and they didn't know who he was. Which is crazy. 17-year-olds. Madness. Crazy. Get them watching Planet Earth. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know him, he's really cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's funny. <laughs> he does um, like documentaries. Nature documentaries. Na- yeah, nature Wildlife documentaries. documentaries. I'd be surprised and, um, if people don't yeah, people know him, Yeah, people should though. know him, actually, yeah. If you're, if you're a bit stressed, just have a listen to his voice because oh, it's, it's glorious. Oh, it's good. Lovely, yeah. <laughs> but... Thanks for that report on not David Attenborough, but um, what was her name again? Kate. Kate Webster. Webbo. 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 Yeah, yeah. Webbo. <laughs> Classic Webbo. Um, brilliant. No, yeah, I really didn't good. write a big question because when I was thinking about, it, I was like, I'm not really sure where the big question comes into this. Yeah, because it was a bit gruesome. Yeah, but we've had gruesome topics before. We had Birkenhead. I don't know what the the big question was for that. I'm fairly sure I asked that where you would put how you would dispose of a body or something. Yeah, we did, and yeah. then I had the uh, the band the Bender family, um, mm-hmm. the family the family of murderers in America, um, which I don't know what my question for that one was either. No, I can't remember. Mm, no. Oh, was it something to do with where a body was found or something, or what happened to someone? Oh no! It was about um, it was something about building your property or something. Where would you yeah, live if you? Yeah, because I wanted oh, a tent yeah. Yeah. with tarpaulin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, shall I put the big question theme song in and we'll see what goes down? Yeah. So I'll put it in now. The big, big question. question. <laughs> Today's big question. Do, 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 do. So, David Attenborough found a skull in his garden. So, what's the coolest thing you've ever found in your garden? Or what would be the coolest thing you'd find in your garden? Okay, do you want to go first, Matt? I'd love to. We have just discussed this, so this <laughs> might not sound as natural. If, um, But yeah, the coolest thing I've ever found in my garden was a snake. Ooh. Have I, have I actually told you this? Lorna, you know the story. And it's, have I told you this story? Before? Oh, yeah. I've heard it a few times. <laughs> but I like it. Tell it again. Um, So, so just for people who don't know, if, the, if you're listening in America, you're like, you found a snake. What's the big deal? Or Australia, you're like, fat. Oh, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> you found a snake. Found them in my shoes all the time. But we don't generally. Um, no, we hardly ever see snakes. We, ever. Have, we live in a very urban area. Um, with a, a small front garden, front mm. lawn, and just uh, saw saw a snake. No, we didn't. We didn't find it in my garden. I don't know why. Is that you? No, you've, it was your next door neighbour. You threw it in your garden. Right, right. So <laughs> didn't get found in the garden. So I've been on you a trip. You even had time to think. I just remembered as well. I've been I've been on a trip with uh, the Cub Scouts. Oh yeah. Um, which is like a adventure explorer sort of thing. Uh, for teenagers, young teens, <laughs> and uh, we'd been—I don't even know where we'd been—somewhere, you know, camping and all that sort of thing. And I got home and emptied my bag, had like a rucksack, and um, got to a point where it was actually my dad was emptying it, we met, taking out all his clothes and the stuff, <laughs> and then he sort of threw it on the floor. <laughs> and me and my mum were like, "What is go? What is that?" And it's like it. it 
there's a snake in the bag, and I was like, oh my, there's so, there's this grass snake, you know how long? There's a grass snake in the bag, and so we went and threw this the bag onto <laughs> the um actually i don't think we threw the bag i think my maybe i think it was the the uh the tail the back end of the tail was just <laughs> was just sticking out of this bag so i think my dad grabbed that and sort of threw it onto the garden just we have like a tiny patch of grass as well i don't know where it was supposed to like just <laughs> go <laughs> yeah and what we were expecting to happen so we threw it onto the garden. We went back inside and we sort of looked out the window. <laughs> um, no, this isn't what happened. I remember. So we went to throw it on the garden. We actually decided we don't want a snake in our own garden. So <laughs> we convinced my dad to go and throw it onto next door's garden. <laughs> so he took this bag and threw the snake onto next door's garden. So we uh, we went back inside and we had a look um, out the window, and it weren't moving. So we saw, is it like dead? I've got a dead snake in my bag. So then we had to go back to next door's garden, and it turned out I um <laughs> I'd forgotten about it. But during Cubs, you have like there's like a shop, and you buy sweets, and you buy little toys and stuff. And I bought a a rubber snake, which I'd forgotten about, and that had been um in your bag in my bag, yeah, for the last couple of days. And I just I just completely and then. My dad came back and was like, did you buy a rubber snake? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did, actually. Uh, so we had to go and retrieve it from next door's garden. That's that's probably the coolest thing. I've actually seen a real grass snake in, in England. Um, I might have brought it up before, actually. And uh, in America as well. I've seen snakes in America, but not, not over here. I have another snake story. Have I told you this other snake story? Don't what know. Is it? About um, when I was a camp counsellor, and I was having so you know how to so I was camp you know counsellor at a camp in uh, in America, and it was my evening off, so I was going to have a shower before all the kids came back. I had I had a shower, and I was like, something is wrong with this. Like it just felt a little bit weird. This shower, I was like, there's just something. I'm looking around. And then I went out, I was getting changed, and all the kids then went in to have their showers, and I heard them all screaming, coming out, and I was like, what is going on? And the council, they were all going, there's a snake in the shower. And it turned out this pipe that was above my head wasn't actually a pipe, it was, a, <laughs> it was like a big black uh, black rat snake. And um, I just completely missed it, which was, I was, it was all right for me, because yeah, I would have freaked out. Because there would have been a out. panic. And then yeah. they were like, we need someone to sort this, and I was like, it's my evening off, so <laughs> <See ya. laughs> find someone else. So there's my two uh, snake stories, but that's not what we're talking about. What but. would you find in your garden then, since... We totally got confused, and you don't, you didn't find a snake in your I garden. I didn't. Um, probably a frog. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I found a good, a few good frogs in my garden a couple of times. Mm, nice. What about you, Innes? Go on, Innes. I'm gonna go with the second question, which was, what, what, what would <laughs> you like to find? Oh, brilliant! Yeah. So I want to be my. Well, you both know my garden. It's not really a garden. It's like a little yard. Mm. Um, but. I'd be digging in that little bit patch of soil and uh, we'd get down to it and I'd find a ball. But that ball would be a brand new colour. That was that story did not that, go where I thought I it was going to go. I wasn't expecting that either. And then I could be cooler. like, I found a colour. Oh. Found a colour. 
But there are mm. other colours, aren't there, Pat? Isn't it just that our eyes can't see, yeah. like, cats or something? Don't know if it is cats can see other colours that we can't <laughs> see. Yeah, something like yeah, that. that is yeah, true. I think so. It's difficult. You can't ima- it's just crazy that we can't imagine other colours. Hmm. It's weird, isn't it? So really yeah. weird. That's, our, that's the deep moment of today's episode. <laughs> colours. <laughs> what are they? Well, crazy. Uh... That is um, interesting. It's weird that you'd why a ball? Why not anything else? I feel like balls are quite good on oh, the whole. Very good reasoning. <laughs> and if you like, if you like, oh, well, what do we do with this object that's a new colour? You just have mm. a game of football, don't you? I guess. Like, no, I was imagining wh- a small ball. How is it? I was imagining quite a small balls. Or... No, no, football size ball. Oh, oh okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, actually, because that is what you would expect to find in a garden. Footballs. Mm. Or head buried. Buried in soil. No, 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 I'm not buried. In your neighbour's garden. I always kick my ball over. I've kicked your ball over to your neighbour's garden. We know. I had to go go knock and he was like, I didn't think you'd be coming at this age. 22 years old. (laughs) He's going to have my ball back. (laughs) So funny. Right, anyway. <laughs> we used to sneak into next door's garden to get our ball back. Me and Be- Faye got to doing that as well because it was too much. We, we hit one of the uh, fence panels we could lift up, so one of us would lift it up and the other would go in. There was a few times where it was like they had um, a patio <laughs> and you couldn't see, obviously, because we're like uh, adjacent, not adjacent, mm-hmm. is that the right word? Uh, perpendicular, whatever. To the, so we couldn't see through this patio, but we could see our ball in the middle. So we'd run out and then we'd look left and it'd just be sat there in the patio and we're there. Looking at <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. We're there again. It was like the most awkward thing. We'd be like, oh, we're just in your garden. So yeah, we just went through the fence. Right. Went through the fence? Like, we opened the fence. Lift. Oh, right. Oh, we walked through. We lifted panels. The side gate, sorry, the side yeah. gate. Yeah. Right, anyway. What about you, Lana? Um, we found a wasp nest in our garden. Oh. Um, my cousin found it because he got stung three times in a row. <laughs> and then we was like, there's a sign. So, yeah, then we had to get rid of it. But, yeah, I think I think that's the coolest thing we've ever found. You don't Probably. tend to find cool things in your garden. I'm trying to think of what else I've found. Not around here. We, we don't have a, a lot of stuff, do we? No. No, it's pretty consistent. You found a dead animal. Aww. Pigeon got killed by a cat. And it, some sad. nearby cat just decided to leave this dead pigeon in the middle of my <laughs> garden. I was like, oh, oh no, I won't want to move that. Clear that. <laughs> and I once stood on a bee oh, in my garden. Did it die? Well, I got stung. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Oh, yeah, do, That's what happens. Bees. Yeah, bees. Yeah. yeah, they're a one sting kind of guy. So is right, that the uh, yeah. the big question all answered up? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Good three solid answers. Mine wasn't found in a in a um, garden. <laughs> but Innis, your frogs were. Yeah, frogs were. Innis found. And a, your pigeon now. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Carry on. Innis found a ball, and Lorna found a, a wasp wasp's nest. nest. All very different answers, wow. but all equally as right as each other. <laughs> Didn't realise this was a test. There's no uh, wrong. We all passed. We all passed with <laughs> flying colours, including this is new one. So, um, oh great! Thank you. So, um, oh, I didn't notice that. That was good. Sorry, very slow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good report. Good big question. Very good overall. Well done. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good time to congratulate Lon on a new job as oh, well. Oh yeah. Oh really? Promotion. 
Oh, I didn't realize. I knew you had the interview, but well done. Oh, thank you. Immediately, she uh, oh, really? received just... notification. Bam. What, before? Like, as soon as she walked into the interview, they were just like... No, no. Oh, no. I, I walked out the interview, and then five minutes later, they, and they the woman like, who did the interview was like, can I have a word? She's like, we can't interview anyone else because you're just too good. It's not how it works. That's, uh, Is that what she said? That's what she no, said. No, no, she didn't say that. She actually no, said... No, that's not allowed. Stop it. You it's speak not... too fast. Yes, she did. <laughs> she was like, I've never heard anyone speak as fast. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so, you can um, tweet us. At Idiot History Pod. You can email us. At Idiot History Pod at gmail.com. Sorry, Ines. I know you did, and <laughs> no. I was like, now nah, I'm taking it. Um, I'll do the next one. Is there a next one? Is there a next one? Give us a review. Oh, yeah. Ines, what do we do? We're on. Well, well on all your favourite podcast apps where you're listening to us. Also, we always have a saying tell your friends. Um, <laughs> friends. That's plural. Yeah. yeah. And. If you've got a friend in another country, just fire him a message. We want to get everywhere in the world. Um, if you only have one friend as well, that's fine to share with one friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right if you've yeah. got any friends, we're your friends. Oh, that is nice. And you can always email us. Yeah. We repl- we're literally waiting for a reply all the time, so. <laughs> yeah. We're not we're on Agony there. Ant service, but. <laughs> we could be. We can be, if that's what you want us to be. Um, yeah, give us a nice review. Thanks for listening. That's the main thing. Thanks for mm. coming back week in, week out, and uh, supporting us by giving us your ears. Oh, can I? Um... <laughs> that was bad. Horrible. Oh, that was horrible. Go on, can I? Go on. Can I just add that uh, about halfway through this podcast, I got very close to my microphone. Oh, wonderful! And um, I was doing a lot of breathing, weren't I? So. <laughs> So if you if you were thinking about like twenty five minutes in that there's a bit of breathing going on that was why heavy no, breathing. No, no one has asthma we were just yeah <laughs> I was just breathing um, okay I'm sure before I let you off yeah 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 okay yeah so we'll um, speak to you next week we're not sure what episode number this is going to be yeah possibly twenty nine um, maybe thirty we don't know. But you'll know because you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll uh, speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.